Coming up on today's Locked On Senators. Should we start calling them the Stockholm Sens? Ottawa comes back from Europe with two wins, overtime against Detroit, and a shootout against Minnesota. And Ian Mendez from The Athletic joins us right after Saturday's win for a boots-on-the-ground report of the entire Sweden trip. And a hint at some great articles that are coming soon. All that on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 920 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, you can follow the show on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube where a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Today is Monday, November 20th, and Pilsy, wow, I can't even imagine what the vibes would be like if the Sens didn't pull out both of those wins. Ross, luckily, we don't even have to go there because the vibes are high. Coming back from Sweden, the Ottawa Senators now enjoying a three-game win streak. That feels good to get back to, and they have uh, quite a while until their next game up against the New York Islanders. So let's see how they return from the cursed Sweden trip. Because in Sweden, Ross, now they're at a 5-0-1 record. But it's coming back from Sweden we got to worry about. And they'll have, like you said, the New York Islanders coming up this Friday. We'll have plenty of time to break down that game, preview it, and we're going to have some special guests on throughout the week. But who better to start it than the the really only beat reporter outside of Dean and Gord who are calling the game, but of course they're kind of Senators employees. Ian Mendez getting to go to Sweden. Yeah, I got to sit down with Daniel Alfredson. We talk about that. We talk about pretty much everything under the Stockholm. Uh, guess we can't say Sun Pillsy because Ian made it very clear that there's not much of it this time of year there. Yeah, under the Stockholm Stars, Ross. Yes, thank you. There you have it. Uh, new NHL team alert. Hey, the Stockholm Ooh. Stars could be something. If, I don't uh, think Dallas would be down for that, Ross. Fair enough. There were two teams in the CFL named the Rough Riders out of nine. True, true, yeah. No, you do make a very good point. Hey, let's uh, let's just get to Ian right away. We'll, uh, we'll come back at the yes. end and let you know a, a roster move as the Senators flew back today. They'll have kind of what I would imagine to be a very relaxed skills day tomorrow. Just get the cobwebs out from the cross-continental flight. But they did make some roster moves, so we'll hit on that after over half hour with Ian Mendez. So it's in conversation why not just get to it? Here from the Athletic is Ian Mendez. How's the trip been? How are you doing? Oh, oh my God, guys! It, it I am so jet lagged. I can't tell you. I have this has been like from a sleep standpoint. It has been really tough, and I'm usually somebody who never has problems sleeping. Never really has too much problem with jet lag. I don't know what it is. It gets dark at just up at about three o'clock here every day. Yeah, we heard that, and I think that's maybe messing with me a little bit, but. 
the sleep has been off, but it's been an amazing trip. Uh, you know, the game today, I, I don't know how you guys felt watching it back on the other side of the, uh, the world, but um, it was flat uh, inside the arena. It was flat. It was not um, a great atmosphere. So that part of it was a little disappointing, but that first game was super fun. At least, uh, at least the ending was anyway. I don't know, Ian. One of those games, the Detroit games, I thought I was going to have a uh, stress-induced panic attack. And then this one, I thought I was going to need someone to wake wake me up uh, to tell me this game is still going on. So two two very different tales here. And especially, Ian, I don't know about you, but I I expected, especially when the Ottawa Senators got four power play opportunities up against oh. a team in the wild that has a 63.7 PK percentage, I thought we'd see a parade of goals on the man advantage. Yeah, and go back to the the, the the Detroit game on Thursday, and just think of the third period. They had a and the game was tied at four, and they had a five on three power play that got negated pretty quickly. They had a, a two, full two minute power play. Detroit put the puck over the glass. Then Detroit had too many men on the ice, yeah. and they didn't connect. And I think I asked DJ Smith about it after the game, and his answer was, "We're too." I think it was the word like passive, like we're not. And I felt it was the same way tonight. Like it wasn't like I'm almost at the point where I would say, put the not, I guess ten names in a hat. Obviously, you know you're going to split up your defense or whatever, but blow this up. Like like the last couple of games, I haven't loved it. And tonight they could have they could have used a power play goal that would have made this a far less uh, you know adventurous finish for them. And you know, the margin of error is not zero for this team, right? Like they, they have to, the, you got to win on special teams and they were lucky. They're playing a team that just looked just as tentative or maybe more tentative than they did tonight. Is it just an eye test thing for me? Or do you see some credence to it? They don't seem like they're going to Josh Norris for the one time or like they have been in years past. I was just thinking that today because they did try to go to him on one of the power plays. He was set up in that right face off circle and he didn't even really get a great shot. I think Gustafson made the save. He didn't get a great kind of grade A, the, the, the chances you expect from Josh Norris. He didn't get it. And I don't know. I don't know if that is that now just that pre-scouting. Every team in the league knows Josh Norris scores from the circle. You know, probably there's some. Yeah. Except in theory, that should open up the other side of the rink. And Tim yeah. and, you know, Sanderson from the point and, uh, you know, whatever, Batherson or Kachuk down low. And so it's, you know, the worst thing you want is to have a predictable power play. Like it is, uh, it's fine if it's predictable and it's working, but like when Norris, it was pretty, everyone knew, remember a couple of years ago when he scored the 35 goals, everybody knew where the puck was going and he could still score. Like that was the cool thing about Norris in 2022. And this year they just haven't been, I guess maybe seeing that same seam pass to him and um, you know, whatnot. But hey, listen, I got to give Norris credit because I mean, he scored on Thursday against Detroit. He scores the shootout winner tonight. And at least I think he's showing some, a little bit of jump to his offensive side of the game. Uh, Ian, how much uh, of a confidence boost do you think this game in particular does for guys like Eric Branstrom and Anton Forsberg? They get to come over. Uh, you wrote about it in your articles. We've been following along with you in The Athletic that Brandy and Forsberg got to be the tour guides. They had a lot of fun with the paddle tournament. Friends and family are here. Those are two guys that I've kind of been touting as unsung heroes, especially Eric Branstrom. Just how much of a confidence boost do you think that's going to be for those guys to have big performances and ultimately get this team to win today? You know, Brandon, I think more so Forsberg. Because if, if you think about it, go back, and I'm sure you guys uh, talked about this over the last week, like – if Corpus Allo had and, he, and they won, but if Corpus Allo had pitched a shutout against Detroit and looked really good and was healthy, 
there was absolutely an argument for running back with him, right? Like there yeah. was, there was an argument because these games matter. But I think they made a decision, it sounds like a while back, that this means something to Anton Forsberg. Now, if, if and it's great, it's all great. This is, but this isn't a, a league of, of like kind of uh, Disney movies. Yeah. Like this is a league where you got to win. So I think what, what Zach Burke and, and uh, DJ Smith did, I think is they said, okay, we're going to give you your chance now take the ball and run with it. Like, and, and I think that that means a lot to him. Like they could have, again, Corpus Allo was hurt, so maybe it's all a moot point. But, um, you know, they could have easily said, hey, they were winning your end or we're going with the hot hand. I'm, I'm really sorry. It doesn't matter where we're playing. But they did it. They they laid this out. They wanted him to play. They wanted him to have a chance. And um, you hope he builds on it. You know, you know, Anton Forsberg is one of the most likable guys, um, one of the most normal goalies too. He's pretty pretty normal guy. Um, I think to get an assist, a prime as, as Josh Norris told us, uh, you know, a few minutes ago, he's like, oh, I got you got a primary apple, don't forget about that. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's it's pretty cool. Like, and it like, wasn't just so- an apple, Ian, where it hits his pad and then play yes. progresses. That was a tape to tape two line pass, yeah, like a hundred, you know, 20 feet or whatever you yeah. want to call it. And you know, uh, uh, Branson joked with us today after the game and said, Oh, that's a set play, we've been working on it, which <laughs> they haven't, but but you know, I, I'm a big believer sometimes in. The hockey gods, because when else would you ever imagine Anton Forsberg sending Eric Brandstrom down the wing with a shot like that? That that scenario almost never presents itself, but it did today in Stockholm. And you go back to uh, last night here, and Willie Nylander, you know, at home puts on a show, gets the tying goal, sets up the winning goal, and you know sometimes the, those things matter, right? And yep. and. And, and these are the things you're going to remember. I think down the road, like five years from now, you're probably not going to remember anything from this wild Senators game other than Forsberg setting up Brandstrom. I think that might be the only thing you remember out of this game. Yeah, well, I, I thought you were going to go with the Sweden trip. I'm going to be I'm going to be telling my grandkids about that Tim Stutzla baseball back goal. Yeah, 100%. But uh, you know what? It's a goalie-friendly show. We'd never forget that. I just added it, and we had the standouts already. One primary assist added in there for uh, for Anton Forsberg. We put a poll up, Ian. I want your call. We always ask who's going to get the fire helmet next. Tim Stutzla has it. You have to take that into account. We're, it's down to the two sweets. Is it the guy who tied the game, or is it Anton Forsberg? I, I go Anton Forsberg because he needed to stop a penalty shot. He needed to stop the shootout, right? Like, Like, that's... That's pretty significant, in my opinion. So I'm going Forsberg, first Swedish goalie to ever win a game, uh, an NHL regular season game in this country. I'm going. I'm going Forsberg. Me too. I, I'm going Brandy, just because I I find Ian the fire helmet gets passed not based on performances and and who won the game, but who needs a boost and hadn't gotten one in a while. And yeah. that's Brandstrom's first goal. Uh, somebody in the chat said first goal since March, first point since April. And that, again, that wasn't a, a Brandy point where it bounces off someone and in. That's a clean clapper on a breakaway yeah. beating his old teammate and fellow countryman, Phil Gustafson. So I think it's going to be Brandy. Yeah, and it, and it is cool, right? He took the, if I'm not mistaken, right? He took the ceremonial face-off tonight. Two, with, two uh, of the face-offs. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, and it's 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 neat, right? Like you do, you yeah. want to see these guys be able to build on it. And I think, like, look for the fan base. I don't think you walk away. Like it's funny. I think if you said on Wednesday, Ottawa's going to come out of this with four points, you'd be like, yeah, this is awesome. Like we're going to be feeling it. I don't think that the fan base is probably feeling that way. I think you're like, okay, we 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 kind of survived it, but we got four points. And but like we we can't necessarily feel like we've got a ton of confidence right now but 
four points out of four points. I, I think sometimes we get a little too nitpicky. Let's try and like for them. I, I think they they you know probably need a little bit of a confidence boost. I think for the fan base, uh, everybody's tired of of you know talking about the losing or whatever. And so what was this now? Four or five that they've won, right? Um, with the exception of that Vancouver game, which was back to back. So you know maybe you can say you can say they're building on something. Hope you're enjoying our conversation with Ian. We'll get right back to it. But first, a word from our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time you get your money back. It's easy because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not burning cash. With all the parts you need, the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Check it out today, guys. eBay Motors. Today's episode is also brought to you by Shawarma Palace. We love Shawarma Palace. All seven locations are equally delicious. It's the only place to go in Ottawa for Shawarma since 1997. You leave there fuel-filled because the portions are enormous and delicious. I always get the platter. I get the extra garlic sauce. Nothing compares the moist chicken right off of the rotisserie. It is absolute heaven. Head over Shawarma Palace, Ottawa. They always have great specials. And if you can handle being in, you know, inundated with the delicious food over and over again, give them a follow on social media as well. You can see where all the locations are, but I always make sure it's my first stop when I head back to Ottawa because it is a, it's almost an institution at this point. It's been around for so long, but what I love is the quality just keeps getting better. I didn't even know it was possible. And last time I went, Pilsy, you and I had it together, and that platter was gone in the blink of an eye. It's always at Shawarma Palace, so go eat like a royal. Go eat at Shawarma Palace. Take us into the arena, though, into the Avicii Arena. What was the atmosphere like for both those games? You know, it was so much better on Thursday night. And I don't know if that was a function of it being an 8 p.m. start. Today was 5 p.m., and it's you know sometimes you can, you know, those late afternoon – early evening games can sometimes maybe the buzz isn't there, but it was pitch black. Let me make it very clear. It was pitch black outside. So it it felt like a night game, but you know, I think Thursday based on Ottawa up for nothing, Detroit coming back, tying it at four. And then that sort of kind of back and forth three on three to end it with like Tim Stutzler's goal is going to go down in a, you're going to see those great debates on podcasts like yours where what's the best regular season and most impressive like that to me is like with the Peter remember Peter Schaefer up and over was it Marty Turco with yeah. Dallas whoever he put it up and over like oh yeah I I think there's a great debate to be had like what's the better hand-eye coordination uh Peter Schaefer or Timmy Stutzler and it's a great debate and but that's what you're going to remember and it was like you you I think you left that game emotionally drained because you felt like oh my god I've been through the ringer Right, this game, I think you felt like did somebody replace my beer with like a Nyquil and a warm milk? <laughs> yeah, that's how I think a lot of people feel. But at the end of it, you still wake up and they got the two points, right? So, yeah, I, I, I think uh, again, 
right now it's about getting points and winning games. They got point. They they allowed the opponent to get a point. Okay, but they got four points out of here. Yeah, and Ian, we said Minnesota that can have the point. They, we don't mind giving Minnesota <laughs> a point. Doesn't really affect us too much. So that's nice for them going home or uh, up against the Leafs tomorrow. But uh, oh, Ross, you want to jump in here? I'm just wondering if it played at all an effect. Uh, obviously, Detroit has such a rich history of Swedish uh, players. Same with yeah. Toronto, same with Ottawa. Whereas Minnesota, like I don't think it's a natural. If, like a fan base where it's like if you're a, na- uh, a natural Swede, if you're from there, you're not going to be attracted, I don't think, that much to the Minnesota Wild. So how much of the people from talking around, I'll ask it this way, what percentage yeah. do you think were native Swedes that were just excited and went to the game versus people that traveled to go for the experience? Ooh, good question. Um, it's funny, though. You, the one thing is, and I think the Ottawa fans, and, and, and they'll tell you either if you're in the chat and you're at the game tonight, feel free to weigh in. But there was a lot of Minnesota fans, like a oh, lot yeah. of them. And, and yeah, I think I think most people would have been surprised. That would be my guess. If you're at the game, you'd be surprised. And I wonder if there's that whole sort of, if you think of the Minnesota, of this, the state of, uh, of Minnesota and Minneapolis-St. Paul, it's very much infused with like kind of that Scandinavian uh, culture and feel, right? And so okay. yeah. I, I don't discount that maybe there are some people that, um, you know, for whatever reason um, – our, our Minnesota Wild fans by lineage or whatever. So uh, definitely tons of Detroit fans. I would say of the four teams, just visually, I felt like I saw a lot of Red Wings jerseys, but I wasn't in the – I opted not to go to Toronto, Detroit in the building. So I didn't – I can't sit here and tell you that I saw tons of Leafs jerseys. But even in the streets, it wasn't like – it didn't feel like the Leafs fans were dominating. I would, I would argue more Wild – Maybe Wild Sands and Leafs are all about the same, you know? Interesting. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, that's that's great for the NHL. Like, um, I know they were saying on uh, Elliot Friedman's show, they had Luke Robitaille on, and he was saying, look, it's great to go do these global games, but you can't just go and leave and that's it. Like, you're not going to build fans. You're not going to keep yeah. fandoms there. You're not going to have the kids that go to those games. Like, you have to keep kind of continuing on that tradition. So I, I sent it to Ross uh, before you came on, Ian. I'm down. Put the sends down for every Sweden trip moving forward here because this has been a success for them in Sweden. In Sweden. And, Ian, this is where my next question goes. The Sens fans know the Sweden curse isn't about playing hockey in Sweden. They're 5-0-1 in Sweden. That sounds great. It's after. Now they got a lot of days off and they're up against the New York Islanders team after. Like, what do you think are some things that they can do to not let that break and not let the high of coming off Sweden kind of collapse and fall flat when they head back to North America here? I'll tell you guys, like, and the jet lag is real. And I'm thinking, I didn't even, like, physically exert myself like these players did. And I feel like I've been through a ringer. Yeah. Right, like I really do. Like I, like I see the, I see the comments. It looks bad. Yes, I do. I am, <laughs> I am uh, absolutely tired. And like I think w- what they're gonna do is what. So today's Saturday, right? Uh, yes. I'm totally all day. messed up here. Okay, so yeah, all day Saturday. Saturday. They're flying home around ten o'clock on Sunday, ten a.m. That'll put them back into Ottawa. You know, I think around noon or one o'clock. Just with the Man. time, I, I don't so. love that though, Ian. We, I was, we were saying this team's got to have the green light to go out and uh, so, and party. I guess and celebrate. Would be, there's like, a, a uh, is tough. I, I, my, my guess would be there's a green light uh, for them okay. to go and enjoy themselves. And, and when you have four points, I think 
you do that. A lot of them have friends and family over. A lot of them brought their spouses and, and significant others. And, and this would be a chance to, you know what, go and do that stuff. So, you know what, go, go and enjoy yourselves. So they fly back tomorrow. Um, Monday, the way DJ Smith explained it to me after the game was, they're going to just do a skills day. And he's not even going to be there. He, coaching staff won't be there. It'll be Alfredson, Jesse Winchester, Sean Donovan. It's optional. So the league rules are, after you fly back, it has to be a day off and an optional that have to be folded into it. And then Tuesday, DJ said we'll do a full hard practice. Wednesday, complete day off. Thursday, back to it, full hard practice. Friday, game against the Islanders. So I, I, like I think, that. yeah, I think they look. They 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 brought a sleep expert in. Uh, you know, I'm, all I'm thinking about is that this sleep expert should have watched the game we just covered. Like that, <laughs> the sleep I expert could use that as a. Exactly. That was tough, but at least, hey, at least you get the win, and that's that. Ian, my final question for you, Ian, we really appreciate you taking some time. I, I know that we, yeah, yeah, uh, Gab LaFrance in the chat too, saying that uh, he's appreciative you took you a lot of time uh, to hang out with fans over there. Oh, Were nice. you at this? This isn't my final question, but I do want to ask. <laughs> you're at some meetup Friday night. I, I was, and you know, I feel bad. Like I took a bunch of pictures. I didn't take one like myself with my camera. I don't think, which I feel really bad about. But it was. Amazing. I, I would say ballpark. If anybody was there, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think about a hundred people were there, hundred cents fans. Like, and you know, the cool thing is the last time I came to Sweden to cover the senators was 2008 when I was with Sportsnet. And if you go back to 2008, I feel like Facebook was in its infancy and you know, I, I was probably texting off of Blackberry. So to, to just logistically set up a meetup, I don't think I met any fans in 2008. Maybe, you know, maybe the odd one you'd see in the street or whatever. Right. And to do this, I'm going to remember the interactions with this group that came over uh, probably as well as the uh, almost as well as the Tim Stutzler goal because it was really cool. It's a reminder that it's a real privilege to be a media member. It's a real privilege and it's an even bigger privilege if you get an opportunity to work at an outlet that will um, allow you to travel for something like this. Like everybody else, let me put it this way. Everybody else who came on this trip, they paid with their own hard-earned money. And, I, and it's never lost on me, especially because I work behind a paywall. Actually, I'm going to be sending you guys a bill for this later. Um, but I work <laughs> behind a paywall. And, you know, um, I, I, it really matters to me that I can take some time. It's not, it's not ever a bother. Like I, I, and I hope that that's how it comes across. It's never a bother. So even when you, I felt so bad. Like when you guys, uh, I never, for whatever reason, I never saw your DM until today. I was for whatever reason. I was like, "Whoa, that's a weird one." I got a DM from from the uh, uh, the boys at Lockdown, and I felt so bad because I would have loved to have joined you earlier in the week. But I'm I'm so glad to do this because I know you guys support my work a ton. The least I can do is uh, support work back of, of other blogs and podcasts because it's it's. I was reminded this week. This is, this is a terrific community. Well, no, you've you've just reminded me now because like we have texted before too. I should have just sent you a text. That would have been uh, the easier yeah. way to go. We'll get right back to our chat with Ian first. We got to tell you about our friends at Sleeper. If you want to take advantage of the star players of the Ottawa Centers like Tim Stutzla cashing in with game-winning goals, you can do it on Sleeper, the daily fantasy app of the Locked On Podcast Network, and you can win a hundred times your money. All you need to do is get onto the Daily Fantasy Sleeper app, and you can pick stats like goals, assists, points, plus, minus, and saves. What I love about the Sleeper app 
is that it has a nice group chat functionality. You can talk smack to your buddies, let them know you're about to have a big week. And entries can be made in under a minute. And it's not just hockey, guys. You can play daily fantasy for NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, and more. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's term of use for detail. Only available in the U.S. for now. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. Go visit the Glebe Central Pub in the heart of the Glebe. They are at 779 Bank Street. And make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. When you head there for tasty food, great drinks, and an awesome atmosphere, I always recommend bringing some friends there when you're looking to have a good time. Grab the darts, go ahead and throw it at the board, or you can sit down, lean back, and enjoy whatever the Glebe Central Pub has going on that night. From the big screen TVs to open mic night to, um, I mentioned comedy as well, and live music. It's always at the Glebe Central Pub. And make sure you check out the schedule. The Glebe Central Pub website, glebecentralpub.com, shows all the data that the Sens bus heads to and from the CTC. So head there for the Islanders game this Friday at 7.30. So it leaves at 6.15, always an hour and 15 minutes before the game. So take a look there. Go get your tickets online, GlebeCentralPub.com, and visit them at 779 Bank Street, right in the heart of the Glebe, and let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. I am going to get to my final question now. And don't ask me trivia because my brain is fried and, <laughs> and all of my answers are going to be like Chris Campoli. No, <laughs> I'm not going that direction, but it's a, a, an often used trivia answer. Okay. Daniel Alfredson, how much fun did he look like he oh. was having? We read your article. That photo, too, was 10 out of 10. We grabbed it for uh, for the after the game, just saying Alfie's 2-0 and behind the bench, the main one yeah. the article there. But how much fun did he look like he was having in this weekend? Uh, uh, you know, he had a great time, and 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 I really am appreciative. Like he gave me a, a chunk of time on Thursday, and we just sat in the hotel. And um, uh, you know, he he was nervous, he was excited, and you know what? He just he loves being around the players, and you can see the admiration that that Tim and Brady and the guys have for him. Like he commands respect. Like he walks into a room and he just has an aura about him, like that he can he can he can command a room, and so. Um, you know, I think for him to come home and think about like you're behind a bench in the NHL, and that by the way, he wanted to make it very clear to me that was all DJ Smith, and he was actually kind of surprised. And DJ asked him well before the Sweden trip, I think I think we could use you. I think you'll benefit from it. I think it'll be special for you. Let's get you back there. And you know, I think that's that that's pretty cool. So this is a great opportunity for him. His son lives about six and a half hours away. Uh, which I didn't even realize you can go, you get in a car, you can go six and a half hours north of here. I don't even want to know what time the sun sets there. Uh, but he plays in this little town. Uh, you know, Hugo, his son is down here spending the weekend. His wife is here. His his dad flew over on the charter. Anyway, been a great 10 out of 10 uh, experience for, uh, for Alfie. I think uh, for a ton of fans too, they all saw uh, a lot of, I think, I, I would wager Michael Michael Lauer took about 50 selfies, 5-0, if I had to guess. Like, everywhere. They, like, how many fans I ran into that I ran into Mike Lauer and, and he took a picture, and he's such a nice guy. And so I this was great. Like, this was a great experience, I think, for, for a lot of the kind of the, the faces of the franchise, that uh, the Alfies, the Mike Lauers, and uh, Timmy Stutzla coming back. And, you know, maybe maybe getting four out of four points, we can, we can park how it happened. 
they got four out of four points, and, and and we'll get back to it on Friday. Get back to our nitpicking on Friday. Pilsy was pretty upset with you. You didn't ask a German question to Timmy. Oh my gosh, like <laughs> it's so intimidating. Upset. Like, and and some of these journalists that that are here, you know, and, and I, I I feel like I took French through grade twelve and into university, and I can understand it quite well. But I, I'm very uh, shy to speak to try speakers. It's just it's it's intimidating, right? Like you, oui. you get wow, all see. Yeah, wow, see. And so then you see some of these reporters that come over and they're like, they speak like five languages and I feel like so like inferior. And it's pretty cool. Like they do they do the press conferences here. Like today in the morning, they did Jake Sanderson and Tim and they said, okay, at the end, German questions. And today it was Swedish questions for the two. And and, and it's really cool. Like um, even Matt Sogard told me like for him, I had a great conversation with Matt Sogard the other day. And for him to be able to come back, um, his brother was in the game. His brother was just texting me. He says he's four and zero live. Yeah, let, get this guy season tickets. Honestly, we're twelve zero and one when Pilsy and I go together. By the way, so we twelve zero and what's the yeah. overtime loss? Uh, the Chicago Chris Neal jersey retirement. They were up in the uh, third period. I know three one. They were up. They were up three yeah. one, and Brady Brady did the Chris Neal uh, after. Yeah. Oh. And then had a the huge was perfect. He was playing yeah. like Chris Neal, and then Patty Kane ties it. Patty Kane wins it, and it's like his last game in Chicago. You couldn't have traded him one week earlier. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I want to yeah. let you know. I really do, but I have to. Wait, ask I got okay. I got a final yeah. question, Ross. This is how we do it. We yeah. got final questions each, but you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Mine's a follow up. It's the same thing. Creatures follow of habit. Hockey players. Alfredson's two and zero. Oh. Like he has to be on the bench against the Islanders, right? Who boy, you know what? I think it's a great question, right? Like, like I don't like at this juncture, I don't think he was interested in a role that was so kind of taxing that it would be like a de facto assistant coach. Like, I don't think so. Now, whenever things can change. Yeah, exactly. It's whatever he wants. And Honestly. maybe I didn't talk to him tonight after the game. Maybe what if these two games behind the bench have given him like a taste and he's like, I love it. Like, I don't know. So I, you know, I'd be hesitant, but all I can go is off my last conversation with him, which was pretty extensive on Thursday, in which he was like, I wasn't planning. I'm not planning to do all the road games. I want to just kind of put my, uh, you know, dip my foot in the water, see what works. He still hasn't ruled out involvement in hockey ops in some capacity, but not. I don't think he's looking at the general manager thing, to be honest with you. I, I don't get that vibe from him. I don't. Like, I, I get more of a, hey, can we make a hybrid player development, you're sometimes on the ice and sometimes you're in the boardroom and so whatever. Like, they'll carve something out for him. But I don't know. Like, if you're going to start – if you put him on the bench for the, the the game against the Islanders, now you're basically saying, I think he should be on the bench every night, right? Until they so, lose, at least. <laughs> yeah. But he should. Imagine that. You tell him that. Yeah. Yeah. He should be on right. the bench every night. He is the Daniel Alfredson of the Ottawa Senators, though. That's, That's his, his title. title. Yeah. There you go. It's an astute observation. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're a superstitious bunch, Ian. Um, yeah. I said I had never worn this reverse retro jersey ever. It's been in my closet. I was like, you know what? For some reason, it feels right to wear it in Sweden. They get the first win. So I said, I'm wearing it again. They get the second win. So I need Alfie on the bench, and I will also I will be a part of the reason this team wins. I will sacrifice, and I will continue to wear my reverse retro jersey when I watch the games. Now, Ian, final question for me. And you mentioned you want to uh, touch up on some other languages, particularly German. I know I said I want this team going to Sweden every time, so maybe you can do a hybrid here, but I want to get your opinion on this. 
next global series, throw in a Stockholm game just so the Sens can get an automatic two points is what they do. And then Detroit versus Ottawa in Mannheim in Germany. We got to have that happen, right? Tim Stutzla up against Moritz Seider. The people of Germany would go nuts. The only thing, I'm going to say two things to that. One is don't discount the Leon Dreisaitl factor in Germany. Yeah, Bring bring him along too. He can come along too. He's He's going to be be with Ottawa by then? Probably. Yeah, exactly. His contract's up in 2025. Uh, And now this is time for a shameless tease. Shameless article tease time coming Monday. There might be a quote from a certain owner of the Ottawa Senators about future Europe plans. There we go. Okay. I like it. That's that's the tease. That's the tease. You know, can't give you everything. But, you know, so let's just say the question that you asked to me, I asked to Mike Andlauer tonight. Great minds think alike. Uh, no. Man, that's incredible. Look, he, yeah. And I got two great questions from the legendary Ian Mendez. This guy yeah. teaches journalism, and I'm being told great question here, sitting in a dark a plus. after <laughs> a 10 a.m. Central Time start after I worked the 4 a.m. shift this morning. So I'm oh messing up with this. We're having a, a great time here following all your work, as we always do with The Athletic. And since I'm letting you off the trivia hook this time, yes, please do. In the next two weeks. So you're coming back on Locked On Senators. We're yeah. doing a whole trivia. Sometimes just, you know what? After I've gotten back onto a normal sleep cycle, uh, count me in. But yeah. I, I, one thing I, I do want to say to you guys, and this isn't and this isn't me making it up. Oh. Your names came up multiple times in my conversations with people uh, over here, like in in a nice. good way. Like all the fans over there that are uh, you know Locked On Citizens, and um, they. I'm telling you, you guys, you have done a terrific job in, like, it's all about connectivity with your fan base. That's it. That's all it is. It's be authentic, be genuine, and 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 you guys have done it. And I'm telling you, from talking to the people over here, at least a half dozen times, your your podcast came up, and and you, uh, you should be proud of building something up from really from nothing, whatever, three years ago, and through that whole pandemic and whatever. To, to what you've done now. So anyway, I, I I wanted to say that. I should probably say this stuff to you in private, but sometimes I think you deserve the kudos in public. So I just uh, I just wanted to say that. I appreciate you guys. If you want to keep going, f- feel free. No, at the end. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Ian. That, that yeah. means a lot coming you know from you. That means because, a lot coming uh, from you. Because Kevin just joined. That's why I'm leaving. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Oh, I'm out with Kevin. Do you, get, do you get to see Kevin at, uh, at the games? He's running the elevator. Sometimes I take his elevator. There you go. And uh, and so the odd time I will, yeah, the odd time, but not all the time. But yeah, I do see him, you know, every now and then. Uh, that's awesome. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you next time. Really do appreciate the kind words, Ian. You really yes. don't have to say that, but it is kind of great to have your view from Sweden. Like you said, really seems like a lot of outlets are pulling away from allowing yeah. their reporters to go and cover it. So you are really kind of opening the door to us fans being able to see this. And it's such a shame, honestly. It is like I my my dream scenario would have been, you know, all the major media outlets are here, and it's yeah. it's it's a bad it's a bad state of affairs, right? Like it's it's not fun, it's not great. I'm always a believer. I, I think more voices in the media, more outlets. That's the way to go. You don't want just me being your guy. Now for a, for a week, sure, maybe that's a good thing, but not that shouldn't be a thing full time. So um, yeah, it was an absolute privilege to uh, to kind of try and do some reporting and ask some questions here for everybody. And uh, since you've been asking all the questions, now you're just taking a, a barrage of final questions, but you tease one story. Give me the number. You don't have to tease any others. We're not holding you to it. But how many stories do you think we're going to get out of your, your time over in Sweden? 
No, you know what? I've, I've already kind of pumped a lot. Like the Alfie one was the big one. I wanted some time with him. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I have a really fun story coming at some point next week that I spoke to a whole bunch of European fans and I wanted to know how challenging is it for you to follow the NHL when the game started at two in the morning and three yeah. in the morning. And it was a great, um, a great in window into it for me. And I actually talked to Eric Brandstrom's dad too for it. Like, how do you how do you watch your son? Uh, I talked to a play by play guy over here who does games off a monitor at two in the morning in Hamburg, Germany. Like, what's nice. that like? So I, that's the one I'm actually really excited to do. And I talked to I spoke to a couple of really cool uh, Sens fans. Uh, one from Norway uh, named Ruben, who was like uh, just just awesome to deal with, um, and then some other fans. Anyway, so that's the one I'm really excited to put together. But I, I, I told my editor, I'm like, I just at some point need to sleep. Like, at some point, <laughs> yeah, fair. need to sleep. Like, oh, man. Well, I see so that behind you calling your name, Ian. So we'll let you get into it. Really appreciate yeah. your time, man. You you didn't have to do this. You've had such a busy couple yeah. days. We appreciate you more than you'll ever yeah. know. We'll see you. And first round's on us when we get to Ottawa, man. You deserve it. And we really do appreciate all the great work you put in for us Sands fans. Uh yeah, see, Gabe just reminded me of uh, Stefan from Sweden. How can I forget? Stefan from Stockholm was. It's because I have no. My brain is in firing. I couldn't. I was like, I remember Ruben from Oslo, and I can't. And by the way, when you say first round is on you, that sounds like a playoff prediction. This team's going yeah. to the playoff. So you said first round on you. The entire first round will pay for your drinks, honestly. And let's go. Yeah, there we go. Gonna have to write up a sensternity leave for uh, for the office. It's either gonna be two weeks or two months or somewhere in between. But I uh, gotta go. <laughs> talk, yeah. Talk to you. Uh, okay. Hey, honestly, thanks for having me. I apologize. I didn't see your note earlier in the week, but I'm glad we made this happen. All good. Say safe travels. Get home to Ottawa right. safe, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Have a good one, everyone. Stick tabs to Ian for joining us. Really fun conversation and being able to connect with the the boots on the ground like we've been doing with all the citizens who were there. It's just a great wrap to a, an awesome week. I mean, for us, we're getting a little, you know, annoyed that it's not all sends all the time. But I think remind me of this. Set a reminder, please, citizens out there. And when I'm like talking about how they're playing three and four over and over again in December and March, remind me about these weeks with limited games it's almost like a soccer team schedule right now oh yeah ross we're gonna have more sends hockey games and we're gonna know what to do with in the upcoming months here so this little lull this little break in november hey they've got more wins than losses now in november right or is it in even month four and three there we go november not so bad so far but it's that pesky return that we're worried about but yes Anytime Ian Mendez can join us, it's an absolute delight, especially when we get boots on the ground from another continent and uh, get to hear all about uh, all the different articles, interviews, and uh, citizens that he got to kind of connect with on that trip. Yeah, and what we'll do too is uh, is have him back on for proper trivia because that was that was strange leaving him off without having to do trivia. But we do have yeah. some, some news of the day. Um, Matthew Highmore is being sent back to the AHL. He was a healthy scratch in the last game in Sweden. Zach McEwen back in the lineup. So hopefully that means Ridley Gregg and or Mark Kastelik are back. Otherwise, they do still have 12 forwards up. But Zach McEwen hasn't really done a whole lot for me to stay in this lineup. Uh, I know that the Islanders always have that gritty fourth line with Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck. So maybe... He makes it through that game, but uh, I'm curious to see if there's a call-up or if one of the injured guys are going to be back. 
I mean, hopefully we get an injured player back, Ross. And uh, also, along with Matthew Highmore, Tyler Clevin, Jacob Larson, and Mad Sogard were also recalled to Belleville. So the the kind of uh, extras that had tagged along to Sweden are now going back to their home in Belleville. Well, I think it's for the best for the Belleville Senators because they got waxed last night. The final score was Belleville 1, Lehigh Valley 8. So tough. We'll we'll be following them. I need to see more from Belleville because that's back-to-back games where uh, they let it slip away because we don't really have to get into it. Obviously, the Senators take precedent in Ottawa, but... Um, they lost to Manitoba by a goal and, of course, blew a 4 nothing lead, but weren't able to get it back like the Senators were. So we'll be, we'll be keeping our eye on them down in Belleville. But Ottawa, at least the vibes are a little bit higher. They're above 500, 8-7 on the season. We'll have plenty of time to break this down throughout the week. So make sure you like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.